what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 14 of the Fantasy Formula brought to you by TheMesh.TV. Ad-Rock, it's the most wonderful time of the year. You know why I'm singing that song, Ab? Bah, friggin' humbug. <laughs> because it's playoff time, baby, and I understand why you might want to be a Scrooge at this time of the year. Go ahead and tell us what happened to you last week, buddy. I am not in the playoffs. Let's make it short and sweet. We're on time constrictions here. Let's move on. Let's move on with this. I don't want to talk about this right now. Thanks, Addison. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Now, we're, we're on the other side of the coin, you're in three leagues. Yes, sir. You're in playoffs on how many? I made the playoffs. Actually, what I did is I no, 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 won no. the entire oh, – oh, I won okay, my no, no. entire division. That's fine. That's fine. And, w- and you're in three leagues, and you made the playoffs in how many? I made it in one, Addison. Okay. But what I did okay. is I won- had the most points for the league, had the best record of the league, and I earned a bye – for that league. And that league happened to be the league that you did not make the playoffs yeah, in. Yeah, that would be right. So it makes me feel even better. Uh, but anyway, Addison, job well done this year. Maybe next year for uh, the truth. Again, I'll continue on my winning ways. And I will guarantee it. Yes, Addison, you've heard it here first. I guarantee I will hold the trophy up at the end of the season. Wow. you Return of the chat eye will claim his third championship and Jay get off of Mike Lee. Wow. Mark it down. I'm uh, marking it down. And with that, my friend, All let's right, no. roll right into the Fantasy let's 45, the fastest 45 seconds of fantasy football. Ad Rock, we're going to jump right into the first game. The Cleveland Browns travel to the Pittsburgh Steelers last Cleveland week. The last week, those Steelers destroyed your Bengals, brother, 35-7. to Heartbreak. Last week was just a horrible sports weekend for your Shirley. It was not a great weekend. I'm really uh, – I'm actually kind of scarred up from it. Yeah, tough, tough week for Addison Fox fans. Uh, for Pittsburgh Steelers fans, they saw Ben Roethlisberger throw for 176 and two touchdowns, and Rashard Mendenhall found the end zone two times last week. It was a good game for Rashard. 60 on the ground with two touchdowns. Antonio Brown, two receptions for 67 yards. The real fantasy uh, stud for Pittsburgh last week was the D, though. They yeah. shut that Bengals offense down. Did nothing. Very impressive. As I mentioned, they are going to play host to the Cleveland Browns, Ad-Rock. And what did the Cleveland Browns do last week? They got trumped by the Ravens, 24-10. Colt McCoy, 192 and a touchdown. Peyton Hillis, finally back from his injury, runs hard for 45 yards, catches a ball for 52 yards, but then goes out again with another hammy. He's questionable for next week. Contract. Contract. Contract has something to do with that one. Addison, Cleveland traveling to Pittsburgh. Go ahead. No, I'm liking Pittsburgh in this game. Right now, the AFC North is the division to be in right now. I mean, you've got Baltimore. You've got Pittsburgh. You've got Cincinnati. All those teams right now, the playoffs started, are in the playoffs. No other division can boast that. The three teams out of that division are going to the playoffs. Strong division. Pittsburgh's going to get done. Rossberger is absolutely going to destroy this uh, Cleveland secondary. Uh, Mendenhall. Had a good game. I think it's going to have back-to-back games. I've seen him with a dime uh, plus a touch or two. Uh, I'm liking Pittsburgh in this game. I concur, Ad. Uh, Pittsburgh probably in this game only needs to score about 17 to win because I can't see Cleveland getting more than 7 or 10. So, again, not too many fantasy studs. A little Mendenhall, like you mentioned. Nothing happening on Cleveland's side. Vegas got the number set at 39. I can see Pittsburgh pitching a shutout. If you got Pittsburgh's D, got to start them. I see 24 zip, 28 zip, something like that. Let's roll under the total. Pittsburgh with a 39. 
Moving, moving on, and we've got our next matchup. Indianapolis travels to Baltimore. At the beginning of the year, this matchup would have been fantastic. It probably been for a, a bye in the playoffs or a division lead with Peyton Manning leading the Indianapolis Colts against the heralded Baltimore D. But, brother, it ain't happening that way this year. Wait, wait, you're, we're not, you're not going to give your speech? You're not going to give your Colts speech now? You know, I've get, I gave it eight <laughs> weeks in a row, and then last week they finally covered the number and actually are competitive, and that's the week I go against them. So anyway, I'm completely off the Indianapolis Colts now, Ad. But what we're going to talk about here is they've got that new quarterback, Orlowski. He actually performed not too bad. He uh, Compared to who? Well, 353 and two touchdowns. I mean, Against who? Against the Pats, D. Okay, the pass D has like the second worst pass defense in the entire NFL. Very They're horrible. True. Very true. Your but, your wife could throw for three fifty three against the pass D. No doubt about it. And um, just a couple other things to mention there: the Colts were a twenty one point dog. They only ended up losing by seven, so they, they're performing. They'll play with this Orlowski kid. They play for him on the ground. Donald Brown, 14 for 41 in a touchdown. Pierre Wee Wee Garcon, we haven't mentioned him since week three. 150 yards, two touchdowns, nine receptions. Him and, right, him and, Orlowski, did click, him and Orlowski did click. I watched it. I, he was – look, they could put up some numbers. Are they going to win? Hell no. Yeah. But, yeah, they may put up some numbers. I would t- definitely take the uh, – I would take the under on this game uh, and uh, – I think Baltimore, Baltimore – Flacco's going to have a big game against his defense. Flacco could put up three bills, easy, two touches. Um, I think uh, Torrey Smith could have a really big game. I mean, I think the deep threat's going to be there all day long. I'm looking two, three catches, Torrey Smith, 150 yards, two touches. Wow. Don't forget about Ray Rice. Last week against the Browns, the dude ran for 204 yards in the touchdown. His little legs were tired. Yes, they were. And against this Indy D, I'm sure he'll do more of the same. Ad-Rock, the number 17-point favorite for Baltimore, over under 41. I'm liking under the total, just under as you mentioned. Under the total. Uh, Orlowski won't have the same field day as he did against Patriots D. Let's go under the total, 41. Next up, Ad-Rock, we're traveling to Cincinnati, your Cincinnati Bengals, hosting the Houston Texans. I don't want to get you scared here, brother, but you know if the Bengals don't win at least – how many games we got left? Four. Four? Four more. I I think if they don't win three of the next four, they're going to be sitting on the outside looking in for the playoffs. They control control their own destiny right now. They do. Right, and the way – like the Jets are weak right now – all right, we can – I I can go through the whole playoff scenario, but we're kind of – we're short on time. Right now – they're they're in the they're in the playoffs. They win three out of the next four. They're in. They're in. It'll be iffy, and I mean iffy, depending on how Denver and the Jets finish up. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I, I'm with you. My prediction: they don't make the playoffs, and you owe me fifty bucks. Just you heard it here. All right, now let's talk about the game. Bengals at home hosting the Houston Texans. The Bengals last week. Andy Dalton worst performance of the year. Those for a buck thirty-five and a touchdown. Not much happening. AJ Green still got his touchdown. He gets one yep. every week. You got to start him. Um, Eighty-seven for one. And Cedric Benson on the ground. Thirteen carries for fifty-two yards. Not much happening for that Cincinnati uh, O last week. They host the Texans, who got the stunning win against the Falcons with the third-string quarterback. Yes, TJ Yates. Does wait, 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 wait. Where, where's he go to school? I don't think he graduated from anywhere. Okay. TJ Yates, 188 and a touchdown through the air. Arian Foster, nice, nice game. 111 yards on the ground, one touchdown. I'm going to care. Oh, I'm sorry. And then Andre Johnson, back. First game back. Actually, second game back. 97 yards and injured again. Again. This time it was the other hamstring. This bodes well for the Bengals, who I think will win this one. They're as I'm gonna get. Hold up. This is this is my chatty speech. Their backs are against the wall. They gotta win. They're gonna rally to get them. Look, the Bengals are gonna they got the 
they got Texans at home. I think the, and this is some adversity Andy Dalton's going to have to put up with. He's going to come through. The cream will rise to the top on this. I see A.J. Green having a big game. Cedric Benson, Bernard Scott, I think, are going to run over this Houston defense. The Houston defense is good, but I think, you know, they, there were some chinks in the armor last week against Atlanta. I'm liking Cincinnati in this game. I'm not going to agree. I'm going to, I like the Houston a little bit. They're playing great ball. They're going to rally around Yates. However, my pick in this game is going to play under the total, 37.5. I think Houston's got a top-five defense. Cincinnati's defense is fantastic as well. With Yates as quarterback, they're going to run Arian Foster and run and run and run. I think that Cincinnati will do the same with Cedric Benson this game. I like both running backs to have great fantasy performances. The under the total is set at 38, Addison. I like under 38 in Cincinnati-Houston. Next up, bro. Oakland travels to Green Bay. Yes, the Green Bay Packers, the undefeated. 12 and 0. Unbelievable. Last week, Green Bay had uh, in a shootout against the Giants, as we predicted here. I did call for the Giants' outright win, which I think maybe you did too. We, we figured it'd be a close game. They had to lose sometime. Right. Giants was going to give them a and they did. They, they gave them a good game. That game. Did you watch that one? Yeah. Holy cow, that was great football to I mean, watch. How many, how many offense? I mean, what was that 700 yards offense? I mean, Rodgers threw for 369, Payton threw for 347. Yeah. I mean, unreal. Just a great game to watch. Uh, Packers get the win in the end, 38-35. As we mentioned, Rodgers, 369 and four touchdowns. Got to be the fantasy MVP of the year. Just having a great year. Yep. He actually led the team in rushing, too. Rodgers, four carries for 32 yards. Greg Jennings through the air, seven for 94 and a touchdown. They are going to be hosting in Lambeau Field the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. I know you love them, Ad. Last week, the Raiders lay a huge egg in Miami. Huge, man. That's the one part. God, they, they, they screwed me. I was crushing my parlays, picking them, picking them out of the, I mean, thin blue air. And this egg that Oakland just laid against Miami of all freaking teams. Miami. Dude, Miami's won four out of the last five. I don't care. They're, kinda, they're the fish. They're kind of rolling right now. Palmer for the Raiders last week, 273 and two touchdowns through a couple picks. This is what's shocking. The Raiders are a run-oriented team. Run, like Bush. I mean, Bush had 18 yards. Dude, they shut him down. I mean, took him to the woodshed, closed the door, locked him up, then started beating on him. Addison, can Green Bay do the same thing to Oakland's yeah, offense? I'm, I'm seeing it again this week. I don't see much for Oakland. Oakland is reeling from that. I'm sorry if that ass being they took against the fish. I don't think Oakland's going to rebound from this one. Green, they're coming into Green Bay in Lambeau in the cold weather. This is Lambeau. This is this. This is football weather for the Packers right now. Green Bay's going to come out and come out strong. I dig it too, man. Nobody's going to beat Green Bay at Lambeau, and especially not the Oakland Raiders. Minus McFadden, Bush a little gimpy. Wide receivers for the Raiders are all banged up. It ain't going to happen. Let's take Green Bay minus the 10. Next up, Ad-Rock, Kansas City traveling to the New York Jets. Yes, the New York Jets hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Last week, the Chiefs pull, up the, pull out the shocker of the week, upsetting the Chicago Bears on the road in Soldier Field. Tyler Palco, 17 for 30 and a buck 57 and a touchdown. Not much happening for any of the offensive players for the Chiefs, but their defense was outstanding. Um, Addison, they're going to be playing. The Jets are coming off a big, big win. Who did they Jets win last week, Ad-Rock? I am not quite sure. I don't have their stats in front of me. Look, I'll go and tell you, it doesn't matter. KC, I it think was the scans. KC right now, I'm liking KC. I think the Jets are a little bit overrated. I think the backs are against Wallace playoff, and KC has nothing to lose right now. Um, that division is still wide open. I think this, the, the Chiefs are, what, 4-7? and seven? Mm-hmm. No, 5-7? Five, five five, let's, let's see their record here, buddy. Yeah, look it up, because I think they could actually, believe it or not. 5-7. and 5-7. and seven. With that division the way it is right now? 
they could make a playoff push. Their schedule is not that strong. And now coming out of that West, the AFC West division, it's up in the air. Oakland's beat up. San Diego's iffy to say the best. You know what? I, I think I think KC may have a little spark in them. Well, you might be right. If The thing that they should rally around is their defense. Their defense is keeping them in games. That's why in this game, Kansas City at the New York Jets, I like under the total 37 for the Chiefs to hang in there. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but I say their defense keeps them in the game. Let's go under the total 37. Moving on to Detroit Rock City. Down at Detroit, they're going to host the Minnesota Vikings. Last week, Detroit kind of reeling right now. Addison lost two, three yep. of four. Their record stands at 7-5. and five. Uh, Stafford, last week, for the Lions against the Saints, threw for 31 for 44, 408 yards and one touchdown, but several picks that hurt them. They also make so many penalties. They had 12 penalties last week. I think they're the second most penalized team in the league right Unbelievable. now. Unbelievable. Um, on the ground, Kevin Smith, 6 for 34 and a touchdown. However, Kevin Smith is out. He's very, very doubtful for next week. High ankle sprain. Doesn't look like he's going to play. Y'all keep uh, that Morris guy on your waiver wire. He might be, if he's still there, you pick him up because you need to insert him into your flex spot maybe if Kevin Smith can't go. And Nate Burleson, five for 93 through the air. They are hosting the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings had the Broncos and Tim Tebow on the ropes. We'll talk about that later. And let them slip away. Last week for the Vikings, Ponder, 381 and three touchdowns. Looked great. Gerhardt replacing AP, 91 on the ground, and Percy Harvin, monster fantasy day. Eight receptions, 156, and two touchdowns. Add, can Minnesota rally against the Lions? Absolutely. This is a game of games. I think this is going to be a great matchup. Minnesota, you got two young quarterbacks going at it. Minnesota, Ponder looked absolutely fantastic. Look, Toby Gerhardt is a great running back. He was a Heisman contender in college. He's a, proven he's a great backup agent, one of the best running backs in the league. He's taken the starting role, ran for 90 yards, touch. I'm like uh, Sidney, uh, Percy Harvin. I like Percy Harvin this matchup. Really, really do. Detroit's secretary is a little suspect, to say the least. Detroit's going to get their fans points. I mean, Calvin, they're going to throw the ball up. But Calvin Johnson can double team, double team, double team. Nate Burleson could have a decent game. Um, Maurice Morris, look, he's a scrub. You know, the only reason he, he was starting because Javad Best concussion. They brought in Kevin Smith. Off the, he was making pizzas, I heard. I don't know. Mm-hmm, they was. brought more sure a scrub. I see Minnesota and Minnesota big in this game. Addison, your analysis may be okay. Would you think different if you're if I told you that Detroit is a seven point favorite? Would nope. you think any different? Nope. This is one of the most storied rivals in NFL. They're going to be hyped for this game. Minnesota's defense is looking halfway decent. They're going to put some pressure on Stafford. And you know what? They're not going to be a pass the ball. They're not. They're going to double-team Calvin Johnson, name one receiver, Nate Burleson, who else? Pettigrew? Dude, he'll get penalized. Titus Young. Really? That's all you're coming with? <laughs> Titus Young? Titus Young, come on. Okay, I'm sticking with my no. – All right, Ed, I like the over in this game. Minnesota's defense is not playing up to the level. Detroit's defense without Sue is a different defense. Ponder playing great. Stafford having a great year. Total set at 48. That's a lot of points, but let's roll over the total. Minnesota-Detroit over the total, 48. Boom, next up, New Orleans, Tennessee, brother. Tennessee Titans on a roll right now. Seven and five, get the win against the Bills. Hasselbeck, nothing impressive through the air, but leading the team, not not having too many turnovers. He's a good leader of that Titans team. Chris Johnson, back on track. The fantasy, finally, finally, the God fantasy almighty. first rounder. Two out of the last three games has gone over 100 yards. He had two touchdowns last game. Awesome. Great job for the Tennessee Titans. They are on a roll. They travel to the – actually, they host the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints offense just continues to click, brother. 
Last week, the New Orleans Saints played those Detroit Lions. Breeze through the air, 342 and three touchdowns. Ingram on the ground, 16 for 54 and a touchdown. Ingram, I'm not saying he gets a ton of yards, but he, oh, he's got a nose for the end zone. It's like he sniffs the end zone and he gets in there, or he has the last four weeks. Robert Beecham, three big catches, 119 and a touchdown. Ad-Rock, let's go to Tennessee. Who you got? I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints this game. Right now, Drew Brees is on pace to set one of the most prolific passing records ever in the NFL. And I don't think Tennessee's got much form defense. Tennessee's defense has been suspect, to say the least. They're on a roll, granted. Chris Johnson to have some offense. If anything, I'll take the over in this game. I think both offenses have the potential to put up points. But New Orleans defense has stepped up in the past to shut the offensive down. New Orleans to cover everything in this game. New Orleans will be big. Drew Brees those for 350, three, four touches. Easy. All right, Ed, the, uh, Vegas set the number when it opened at six. It has been bet all the way down to three and a half, which means Tennessee fans or sharps or whatever are betting Tennessee to get that number down. I'm with the sharps in Vegas. I like Tennessee to pull out the outright win, the my upset special of the week. Tennessee at home against the New Orleans Saints plus the three and a half gets the outright win. On to the next one, Ad Rock. We're going to the Miami Dolphins. Those fish that you mentioned earlier, they're hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, who are a debacle. To say the least. Dude, they are terrible. Their record four and eight. Lose to the lowly Seahawks this again. Is, this is Andy this is Andy Reid's swan song. This you is think it. So? I think they've had it. I mean, I don't care how many AFC championships he hasn't won the big game. He's had a plethora of multiple good quarterbacks in there. He's not gonna done. This is it for Andy Reid. Guarantee it. I think he's a good coach, but you might be right, especially the way Philadelphia Eagles fans are. If you're not winning now, you ain't nothing. So I can see them probably calling for his head. Last week for the Eagles, Vince Young in replacement of Michael Vick, 17 for 29 for 208, but four picks, four INTs, Addison. He was terrible. Vick is playing this week. So all you Philadelphia Eagles fans, maybe Vick gets them going a little bit at the end of the season. They can save a little face because right now it's looking bad. Kafka. Kafka. LaShawn McCoy on the ground, 17 for 84 and a touchdown. And Riley Cooper, five receptions, 94 yards, and the boys zero are playing. Touchdowns. Hey, Tebow's roommates are playing well. Last two, uh, two out of three games, put up for 100 both games. Yeah, very nice. And we'll quick uh, jump quickly to Miami. Philadelphia is traveling to Miami. Uh, Reggie Bush, dude, the dude has got like 300-yard games this year. He's Look, not been I didn't bad. want to say anything. I mean, I didn't want to toot my own horn because, you know, I'm just not the type of person I am. Look. I mean, I've been saying Reggie Bush all year. Really, like, Reggie Bush sucks. You, Reggie I, Bush sucks. I will give it to you. I will give it to you. Well, you gonna be on that Reggie Bush bandwagon this week against the Philadelphia Eagles? Hat? Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna part him like you're. Oh, sorry, I won't go there. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. no, they're, they're he's gonna run up the middle of that team easy, just like every other running back all year has done. There's they do not have they got Colin outside, but he's not. He's just, he's that's one player. The secondary is suspect, say at least. They're supposed to be a dream team, but they have not proven to do diddly. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Bush will have a huge game this year. You know what I like in this game? I like Matt Moore. I mm-hmm. really do. Matt Moore has shown that he can step up in the big games. This is clutch for Miami. I like Matt Moore, 250, maybe two touches, maybe a pick, but still put up decent fantasy numbers if you need a quarterback. I dig it. Vegas got it set. Miami a three-point favorite at or at home against Philly. God, can you wait? Miami is a three-point. Five weeks ago, we were just like, what? Exactly. Huh? And I think they keep the streak alive too, Addison. This might this will be their fifth out of fifth five wins out of six games. I like them to keep rolling. Let's take Miami minus the three at home. Next up, brother, New England Patriots. The Tom Brady led New England Patriots travel to D.C. where they will play the Washington Redskins last week. The Patriots in a uh, shootout against the Colts. Brady. 29 for 38, 289, and two touchdowns. Steven Ridley, that's why I cannot understand. Fantasy 
Belichick for fantasy running backs on their team. You cannot predict what no. he's going to do. Green Steven Ridley didn't even play the last three games. Now he gets eight carries for 33 yards. It's just unfair. I know. I mean, you put, you put, you put, you had the law firm in. Like, I, I said it. I set the law firm thinking, oh, he's not going to play. And then he goes out and scores. Yeah, ball, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Right. That you can't. Too hard to predict. Uh, no, yeah. Horrible. Uh, Patriots travel to D.C., play the Washington Redskins, who are reeling as well. Four and eight now. Grossman through the air, 221, no touchdowns, a couple picks. Dude, this Roy Hillou, 23 for 100 yards and a touchdown. Maybe they found a running back there. Finally. Finally. They've gone through like four or five. Exactly. And bad news out of uh, of Washington. Fred Davis, their leading receiver, six receptions for 99 yards, suspended. I heard he's on the booger sugar. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I heard too, brother. Suspended four games, which basically puts him out for the rest of the year. I heard he's like Tuchel Jones Jones has stuff in the the huddle, has his shoulder pads. (laughs) Gracious. You might want to be friends with him. Simmer down. (laughs) New England against the Washington Redskins. Give it to me. Oh, man, this will be uh, be a uh, New England field day. I mean, even though their defense is atrocious, uh, I still think New England's going to put up a I'd say 38, 42 points, some of that price range. Definitely take the over in this game. I see a lot of fantasy points. Um, I think, from what I looked on the porch today, I think uh, the law firm will be getting start. Uh, <laughs> but that can change. So, yeah, right. that can that change, change. in a minute. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Cindy, um, you got Gratowski, of course, he's always going to be a starter. I mean, this what the pacing, 13 receiving touchdowns by a tight end. That's, just in, that's unheard of. Unreal. Uh, Phil, New England roll in this game, roll big. Yeah, Washington losing Fred Davis, their uh, number one receiver. Rex Grossman's going to have nobody to go to. I like New England. Vegas got the number set at seven and a half all day long against the Skins. I can see New England up winning by 24 points. Let's take the Patriots minus the seven and a half. Next up, brother, we're going to stay in Charlotte, North Kakalaki. Your Carolina Panthers host the Atlanta Falcons. That's right, Addison. This Carolina Panther, Atlanta Falcon rival rivalry. Battle of 85, baby. Exactly. Battle of 85. And it used to be very, very strong. I can see it coming back in the next couple years. There's that rivalry becoming strong again. Atlanta. Last week, Ad, they lost to the Texans. Their offense got shut down 17 to 10. Matt Ryan, 267 and a touch through the air. Michael Turner. Only 14 for 44, and Tony Gonzalez, 7 for 100, gets it done once again. Unreal. The dude just continues to play, even though he's 53 years old. You know, it's unbelievable. They travel to Charlotte, where the Panthers will host them. What did the Panthers do last week? Panthers won. I think they crushed the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? Yep. And Cam Newton, that's right. That's the game that Cam Newton set the quarterback or tied the quarterback rushing record or something like that. He's had a phenomenal year. Last uh, last week, Panthers 38-19 over the Bucks. Newton 204 through the air. Jonathan Stewart 14 for 80 and a touchdown on the ground. Brandon LaFell 3 and 64 through the air. Ad-Rock, Atlanta, Carolina. Give it to me. Carolina. I think Carolina is going to pull this one out, man. I know uh, they got Atlanta home out in the elements, uh, taking Atlanta out of their safe zone. I'm liking this matchup right now. I think uh, um, Cam Newton has a field day through the air against his secondary um, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm like Carolina big. I'm looking for Carolina to cover the spread easily. Carolina, three-point dog right now. I like Carolina to cover it maybe with an outright win. I think Atlanta's yep. not playing good ball right now. Carolina's – they like to play for Cam. I think they're excited to play. I think so, too. So, uh, I, I dig it, Addison. Let's go Carolina plus the three. The total set at 48. Carolina can't stop anybody, but they can score with them. Let's go over the total, 48. Addison, let's wrap these next couple up, uh, next few up in a few minutes. We got Tampa Bay traveling to Jacksonville. Tampa Bay at home last week laid the egg, only 19 points. Um, their quarterback, what's the dude's name? Freeman. Gabbert. 
Josh, oh, Josh Freeman, he was Freeman. out. So they brought the sub in, Johnson, 16 for 27, 229, and a touchdown through the air. He also led them in uh, rushing with 45 yards uh, on the ground. They traveled to Jacksonville. Jacksonville played Monday night, put up a decent fight in the first half, and then the Chargers rolled them second half. Jones drew the only offensive weapon. We've said it. We've said it 10 weeks in a row. 97 on the ground, 91 through the air, and you had him on your bench. <laughs> Dude, he never he never <laughs> scores a touchdown. He has oh like nine hundred some yards, and he has three touchdowns in thirteen games. And you wonder why you have not made the playoffs in beat eight you with this years. Microphone. Addison, Tampa Bay, Jackson will give it. Uh, I think uh, I think my boy Mercedes Lewis is going to have a huge game this game. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, actually, I think Jacksonville. Uh, what am I saying? No, Tampa Bay's going to destroy them. Jacksonville's got nothing. Their defense real. They got a new coach. The team's for sale. I mean, every, the, a lot the, of bad stuff. Yeah, dude. I don't, think they're, going, stuff, I, I don't think they're going to have beer at the stadium. <laughs> you know what? I'm just. I think Tampa Bay is going to roll through Jacksonville like a hot knife through butter. I concur. Tampa Bay laying the one. They're a one point favorite right now on the road. Jacksonville got nothing to play for. Lame duck coach. Tampa Bay gets it done minus the one. Next up, brother. San Francisco travels to Arizona. Arizona playing some good ball with Kevin Cobb. They beat the Dallas Cowboys last week. They will host the San Francisco 49ers. San Fran shut out the Rams 26 zip last week. Uh, Alex Smith 274 and two touchdowns through the air. Frank Gore 21 for 73 and Crabtree big day four for 96. Addison San Francisco traveling to Arizona. What happens there? Oh, San Fran man, San Fran's a team in the NFL, surprising team in the NFL this year. I'm liking it. Uh, Alex Smith is actually throwing the Crabtree. Uh, Brandon, uh, what's the beard? Uh, I just had a brain fart. Who's the guy who played for the Jets last year? Come on, receiver. Come on, Chad. <laughs> and he Put your blow pop down. And and <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Who does he play for? San Francisco. Brandon uh, Edwards. Brandon Edwards. 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 Brandon Edwards. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Brandon Edwards, Catree, come together go. like a good tandem. Uh, should. <laughs> that was sounding so gay. Yes, it did. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Frank Gore. I think Frank Gore's going to have a big game against uh, this Arizona defense. My boy Beanie Wells, you know, I just I don't know what to do with him. I don't know whether to sit him, trade him, start him. I just don't know what to do. It doesn't really matter anymore because you didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> All right. I'm not taking San Fran this matchup. Okay, Ed, big news out of San Fran. Patrick Willis, their defensive leader. Questionable. Actually, he's doubtful for this game. He might be doubtful out for the next two games without Patrick Willis manning the defense and making the play calls. I like over the total, this is a sneaky pick, Ad. Vegas got the number set at 39. Without Patrick Willis, San Fran's D is not as good, not as potent. Let's go over the total in Arizona versus San Francisco, 39. Sneaky, Next up. Sneaky, really? Sneaky, sneaky like pick. Sneaky, very sneaky. Over there. Chicago, Denver. Here we go. Tim Tebow, you've been waiting. You've wait, been waiting to talk about your boy. you got your jersey on right now. No, I swear. Tebow go ahead and talk to him. Tebow is the man. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I don't care. Now – you can see they're Tebow lovers and Tebow haters now. Now, the there was the line the uh, headline on ESPN was uh that uh, it's not Tebow now it's John Fox the man who couldn't run a decent offense with John with Tebow is now now it's all John Fox's deal which you know what that's just a crock that's sorry that's a crock of shit I take oh my There's, goodness I mean, that, oh my the, goodness the man look the man runs he's playing the, run outside veers dude the man is good give the boys any NFL team right now if you said I will give you a starting quarterback and you'll be six and one. Any NFL team would be like, I'll take him. Yeah, true. So, you know what? That's all you got to say. All right. He like, my man over here likes Tebow and the Denver Broncos, and you know I can't disagree. Chicago last week did nothing on offense. The biggest injury of the week was no, Matt Forte. Forte. I mean, I, mean, I don't he, know who their backup is. I, 
Marion Barber, and they're going to have to split and, carries with somebody else. Because he'll get hurt. He'll run. Yeah. He'll run into the goalpost if he doesn't look up. I mean, he's <laughs> true. I mean, he's horrible. I don't think Marion Barber's that good. He'll. I mean, literally, he'll get. He'll run so hard. He'll hurt, he'll hurt himself. Yeah. And you know what? They got no. They got nobody. Yep. So offensively, especially playing at Denver, Denver's defense playing great. I don't see. I don't see Chicago scoring many points. The over under is set. It's really low. It opened at thirty seven. It's been bet down all the way to thirty five and a half. I really like under the total here. The Broncos are a favorite. See, the Broncos have been a dog the last five weeks. Ad, they're actually playing favorite. That scares me a little bit. But see, what do you? What's the? What do you think? Thirty over under thirty three over thirty three. I'm, under 33 over 30. I, I mean, I think it's under the total. I think it's maybe a 20 to 3 game or 17 to 10 game, something like that. This guy's going under the total in the Denver Broncos versus Chicago game, under the 36 and 35 and a half now. All right, buddy, three more to go. Let's roll through them. Buffalo travels to San Diego. Last week, San Diego had finally got back on track offensively. Phillip Rivers finally back on track. Hit there he. Wow. Oh, no. Who? That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Chad. Yeah. That University of North Carolina Raleigh boy, he came through, man. He yeah, came through. Yeah, he did it. 294 for three touchdowns. Ryan Matthews looked like a stud. 13 for 112 and a touchdown. Malcolm Floyd, first game back, four and a buck 08 and a touchdown. They will host the Buffalo Bills. Right now, buddy, the Buffalo Bills are done. Sucking. They are done. They're out of it. Not much happening there. Last week, Fitzpatrick, 288 and a touch. The Spiller. bearded one. Check out Spiller, though. We've been waiting for him for the last two years. 14 carries, 83 and a touchdown. Not uh, bad. And Brad, I'll keep waiting for him. Yeah, we'll wait till next year, right? Brad Smith, 7 for 72. Add Buffalo, San Diego. San Diego. Not much else. There's not much going on. Stevie Johnson's just a complete moron for some of the things he's been doing. He may be, he may be their best receiver. Dave Nelson's halfway decent, uh, but I don't see much. The San Diego defense actually been stepping up a little bit lately. Uh, I'm liking the Philip Rivers this game. He's finally back on track. Mike Tolbert is going to lead that team to the promised land through the ground. Mike Tolbert will have a big game against this Buffalo defense. I like San Diego, too. Addison Vegas opened the number at four. It's been bet all the way up to seven. Phillip got the guys back in line. Buffalo basically hanging it up for the rest of the season. San Diego, big, and I mean big, minus the seven in Charger land. Next up, brother, Sunday night game. This is the best matchup of the week, in my opinion. The New York Giants travel to the Dallas Cowboys. Both teams coming off a loss. Both teams fighting for the division title in the NFC East. Addison Manning on fire. Romo playing better ball. Who you like in this matchup? Oh, I'm going. Um, I'm going Manning right now. I mean, I like Manning. I think the, the Giants are about to come together. They're a little sketchy. If they can take one more step forward progressively, I think that they can. I really think they get over the hump on this one. I'm liking. Uh, I'm liking New York big in this game. Right on, Ad. A couple bits, uh, tidbits of info. Miles Austin will play in this game. I'm not going to say he's going to start, but he's definitely playing. That makes Laurent Robinson, Miles Austin, and Des Bryant a very lethal trio. You've got Victor Cruz playing great for the Giants, and uh, Hakeem Nix playing great as well. Mar- Mario Manningham might be in the mix. There are going to be a lot of points. Points lots, galore. Lots, lots. Start a lot. Start all your fantasy guys in this game if you can. The total set at 49. I can see this game going into the 60s. Let's go over the total. Giants-Dallas over the 49. And last but not least, Ad-Rock, the oh, toilet oh, bowl it's, game. It's least. It's least. <laughs> it's definitely it's least. least. See, at, who picks the Monday night games at the beginning of the year? I guarantee they've already been fired because these games have absolutely sucked. <laughs> they have been terrible. I completely concur, Ad. I mean, if it was an ugly girl, I mean, I don't care. It had to be a 12-pack take this, this program to go. <laughs> St. Louis travels to Seattle. 
That was pretty good. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, it was, was a pretty nice one. St. Louis travels to Seattle. Seattle plays good at home. St. Louis plays like terrible everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Addison, six and a half. The Seattle Seahawks line six and a half at home. Over under forty. What you got? When you discuss this guy, I mean, low. You, well, you got Tavares Jackson. You got Sam Bradford. Or is it Sam Bradford? Yeah, Sam Bradford. He, I think he's got an injured hand. But he's hurt. Steven Jackson, who is, I think, could be, you know, it's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Mr. High with him. You got Brandon Lloyd's only, only bright spot on St. Louis. Um, I don't, St. Louis, sure. It's a, it's a toss-up and see which one, St. Louis. Let's hope the whole stadium collapses and both teams are destroyed and the score is 0-0. Let's go <laughs> under the total, 39-and-a-half St. Louis-Seattle ad. And with that, brother, that wraps up Week 14, Fantasy 45. That's a wrap. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. Moving on, we're going to hit our optimal fantasy lineup of the week. week. And Addison, (laughs) thank God this year is almost over and we can quit doing the optimal because I'm going to review quickly with what we did last week. We're coming up with a new segment next year. Got to to do it. Tom Brady, quarterback, not bad. 298 or 289 and a couple of touchdowns. That's solid for Tom Brady. I I picked Tom Brady. I'll take that one because I had the quarterback. Whatever. Frank okay. Gore and LeGarrette Blunt are the running backs that, that we chose as a team. I know that's what, Chad, team, that's what Chad picked. Okay, which go ahead. Uh, both floundered last week. Not much happening okay. for both running okay. backs. Wide receivers: Brandon Lloyd, Santonio Holmes. Both with touchdown catches. Okay, let's let's both two, three touchdowns. Great, bright spots out of five so far. Keep going. Brandon Lloyd only had like sixty yards, and Holmes had forty yards. Yeah, they caught a touchdown, but that's not outstanding. Double digits receivers. It's I take not you, outstanding. Okay, keep going. Flex. I chose this. Maurice Morris. Came in to re, uh, after Kevin Smith got hurt, caught a touchdown, led the team in rushing and receiving. So I would take that one. There's Thank no, you. I mean, they're double teaming Calvin Johnson. You got Nate. Well, you got Nate Burleson on the other side, who's who's like fifty years old. Are we on the same team? Or are we going to get? <laughs> what are we doing here? Are we friends or that, enemies? That, what, wait a minute. On here? Well, okay, that's for the playoff. That's all from you. Make playoffs, me not. Go ahead. All right, tight end Gresham. That was your pick, dude. <laughs> uh, kicker Neil Rackers. Not bad. Let's say Chicago D only gave up 10 points. Addison, what you give us for the last week's optimal C fantasy C minus D plus, somewhere on there. Yeah, C minus D plus. And with that being said, my friend, I'm going to let you take the optimal fantasy lineup, uh, the take, entire lineup this I'm week. I'm taking the whole lineup, and we're going to see the seller. And I'll tell you what, you keep beating on that bell. <laughs> There's going to be some brawls going on. All right. Come on. Here we go. Quarterback this week. I'm taking Joe Flacco against Indianapolis Colts. Flacco's going to have a huge game. Torrey Smith, Anquan Bolden going to be big. I like Ray Rice out of the backfield, especially against his defense. Uh, Ray Rice is quick enough to get around the end. It's going to be awesome. All right, we got uh, running back one. I'm taking Chris Johnson against New Orleans. I like this defense. Chris Johnson has enough speed. New Orleans defense, is going, they generally run a, a four-man, sometimes a three-man front. Chris Johnson is going to be quick enough to get around the ends on this and going to have some moves up in the middle. Also, we'll take Reggie Bush against the Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Reggie Bush is going to run up the middle, like we're saying, all year. Every running back just runs up the middle against Philly, plain and simple. Uh, and my and my receiver one. Let's see where my receiver one. I'm gonna take Brandon Lloyd, the one bright spot in the Seattle St. Louis game. Which <laughs> let me tell you, there's not a lot of them. 
Um, at receiver two, Laurent Robinson for Dallas. I think Romo's been targeting him. Miles also still being out. He's going to be his number one target. At flex, I like my boy in Washington, Roy Hallou. I think the man, he can run. He's a pounder. I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's going to put up uh, about a bill, a touch maybe. Um, now, tight end. Now, we know we made a, we made a promise. <laughs> we made a promise, Chad. I know we did. Not to pick this. Sorry, SOB again, but we're going to. <laughs> Mercedes Lewis. Yes, I said it again. Mercedes Lewis is going to be the starting tight end. I see a big game from him. Uh, okay, I wouldn't say big. He's going to have a decent game. Um, kicker, we're going to go with uh, Hanson out of Detroit. And for defense, I think defense, Green Bay is going to shut Oakland down because they are reeling. No, Reggie, Michael Bush is going, to be, is going to get back on the snide. Darren McFadden's out, and their receiver decor is decimated. All you have there, starting receiver is going to be uh, Hayward Bay. And that sums up the, the the scenario in Oakland right now. They're absolutely horrible. No offensive threats whatsoever. There you go, Chad. A friggin' plus. <laughs> Good luck, Ad. We'll see how you do next week. And thank God that wraps up the optimal fantasy lineup for week 14. Next up, brother, injury, injury report and waiver wire. Wonders, Ad Rock, I'm going to go ahead and set this thing off. The big injury, as we mentioned before, Matt Forte out two to six weeks. For you guys that had Forte that made the playoffs, this is going to be a big, big injury because you've depended on him all year. Don't have to worry about that now. You don't have to, exactly. <laughs> uh, but for the people that are still in the playoffs that have Matt Forte, this will be a concern. Guys, Marion Barber, you can grab him off the waiver if he's there. I don't know oh, how much he's going to help you there. So I'm sorry for you Matt Forte owners. Uh, look on the waiver wire, find a replacement. All right, as I mentioned, Patrick Willis, doubtful for this week and probably doubtful for next week. That hurts San Fran's D. But something that is encouraging, the um, Jim Harbaugh, the San Francisco's coach, said that he plans to start all his offensive players. Because, you know, they've already clinched the division yeah. and all that stuff. He's going to start Frank Gore. He's going to start Crabtree. All the starters will play. So the guys, you guys who made the playoffs, don't have to worry about benching Frank Gore because he's going to play throughout the end of the year. Jim Harbaugh, I like that about you, buddy. Also, Fred Davis out for the season, violating substance abuse. Miles Austin scheduled to play. Peyton Hillis questionable, but should play. However, he's going up against Pittsburgh's D. Pittsburgh's D ain't going to let Hillis do nothing, so go ahead and bench Hillis. Andre Johnson, the other hamstring, as we mentioned, is injured. He said he's going to play, though. Keep, uh, keep, out, keep a lookout for him on the injury report. Vic, in this week. Macklin, questionable for the Eagles. AP wants to play. The coaching staff still says he is yep. doubtful. Kevin Smith, Detroit Lion, doubtful. I don't think he's going to play. And Darren McFadden, two weeks ago they said he'd be in this week. They're still thinking two more weeks away, Ad. Wow. Two more weeks for Darren McFadden. That's going to wrap up the injury report. However, I did want to point this out. Jeff Garcia, yes, Jeff Garcia <laughs> was signed by the Texans today. This dude is 49 years old. <laughs> Jeff Garcia, much props, much love, though, brother. You working hard. You staying in the league, getting that check. Keep it up, brother. Add waiver wires. Go ahead. All right, waiver wires, man. Look, everybody's pretty sound in the playoffs. We had some key injuries, but the ones that are already hurt already hurt. Look, going down to the waiver wire, we're going to start with some receivers. We got Harry Douglas in Atlanta. Look, Roddy White's been good, but Harry Douglas has clumped some key games. I think he's averaging over 50 yards. If you need a receiver, there's some injuries there. If you need somebody to flex, he's a good possibility. Preston Parker, Tampa, receiver out of Tampa Bay. Halfway decent if you need another receiver, which some people don't. Some people got a lot on the bench. But if you do, Preston Parker's a good pickup. Earl Doucette, another one out of Arizona. 
good pick. Averaging about 50, 50 some yards the last three games. I like Erdu setting this game. He's got three touches on the year. Now my sleeper this year, this this week, I'm gonna go. I like him. I like Matt Moore's quarterback this week. I see him could have a big game. I think they're riding high against that, that all those points they put up against Oakland. I'm liking Matt Moore's quarterback this week. And again, um, this is like twice. I'm gonna say it. Mercedes Lewis. They have no other offensive threat in Jackson. They have to throw the ball to somebody. It's going to be him. He's a freak of nature when it comes to physical specimen. Look, he's got to catch the ball. If he can catch it, he dropped one in his own twice, I think, already this year. It's horrible. Another one, Jermaine Gresham, who laid an egg last week. I think he's due. I'm liking him. We'll get the matchup against this uh, this Texan defense. And my defense, I'm going to take the Bucks defense. I like the Bucks. The Bucks against it. I mean, if you shut down Jones Drew, if you can, you're gonna have, they're, they're gonna put up a good points. I'm seeing nine to twelve defensive points, which is a good pick, which is a nice uh, certainty in uh, in the fantasy point system. Good call, Addison. Yeah, if all those teams or players are on your waiver wire, go grab them. I, I like all their matchups too this week, and I'm gonna throw one more out there. There's a rookie running back for the Green Bay Packers. His name is Sane. Last name Sane. He got a couple looks last week. Starks is hurt. Ryan Grant is doing nothing. Last year, Green Bay, toward the latter part of the year, started running the ball with Starks. That's when Starks started getting a lot of the carries. Check this dude out. Sane, S-I-N-E, running back for Green Bay. I know he's on your waiver wire. If you need a, a spot to fill, it's a long shot, but you never know what can win you the Super Bowl. And you definitely don't know, Addison, because you ain't ever – actually, you've been to one, right? But not this year. I'm sorry, buddy. Wow. Yeah, it hurts. Wow. And with that being said, that's going to wrap up episode 14 of the Fantasy Formula brought to you by the TheMesh.TV. Ad, I am on a bye next week in fantasy football, so I'll just be watching very closely to see what team I will be playing in, in uh, week two of the playoffs. Yeah, because you what, only, what are you, you going to be doing you this only week? Got, you only got one more team left since the other two didn't make the playoffs. So, I mean, don't worry about it. I mean, I understand, Chad. That's but, good. But, that's not good. But I have one and you have zero. See, okay. I have one and you have zero. <laughs> I have one and you have zero. So, <laughs> that being said, Addison, I love you. Until next year, you're going to be back and better than ever, fantasy football-wise. I know you will. And you know Return of the Chat, I will be back. So, oh, with that being said, brother, to all our la- ladies and gentlemen that listen to us, check us out on the web. Send us an email. Drop us a line. We're here for you to answer your playoff questions. This is the most wonderful time of the year. It's fantasy football playoffs. And, brother, we're here to help you. Addison, you got anything else to say? Bye, humbug. Who day, baby? Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.